What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 78 of the TorontoGameDesk.com podcast. I'm your host, Steve, the main dude behind Toronto Game Does. Uh, I feel like it was just yesterday that we were talking about around episode 40 that we were, like, half dead. Now we're all the way dead. Why are we all the way dead? Well, because the, the how old do people live in Canada? Didn't we look it up? It was around 78 or so? Oh, right. I forgot about that. Or is it in the 80s? I think it's the 80s. Oh, okay. I don't, I'm doing... I don't think you were on that podcast. No. Anyways, that's Brett from uh, London. What's up, everybody? <laughs> and I used to, I'm still, in my head, I still think Card Circle. And uh, Composing Dan is here as well. Yes, I am. And Composing Dan probably has to talk louder. Our average yes, lifespan is uh, 81 years. Oh, 81? Yep, 81. Oh, we're still good then. We live longer than Americans by three years. Um, isn't it different for? Is that the the guys or the girls? Like, it's isn't it different by like a year or two for men and women? Uh, well, this is just gonna, a general. If we're gonna go into that, then we also got to look at the fact that I don't think it, either one of us has a healthy lifestyle. I so probably that have probably the most healthiest, but... that probably brings it down. No, it, it it just seems to give me only eighty-one years. Well, none of us smoke, though. That's, like, the biggest thing that always cuts it. Yeah, yeah but all three of us sit a lot. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I move a lot. I try to. Yeah, but you also don't get any sleep. Dude, I get a solid, like, seven. No, you don't. There's no way. Aren't you out every night telling the jokes, being like, yeah, what's the deal get, with the natives? I get home. <laughs> I, that's not how, what I do. But I get home <laughs> at, like, one, and then I don't start work till 9.30, so I can still get seven hours in. How how long, how far is work? Do you walk? It's only like a thirty minute, not even thirty, like ten minute bus right away. Oh, ten minute? That's that's walking then. You should just walk. No, the way this is like laid out, it's like a long ass walk. Mm, fair enough. Like I've I've looked at it because I'm like I wouldn't mind walking home or to work, but it's it's long. Yeah, that's fair. I okay, actually that makes sense because my drive is like twenty minutes, but if you were to like walk it. Mm-hmm. Because it's I, mean, I might pick up a bike though, like just because biking it wouldn't be too bad, but the walk would be like insane. What's the what's the biking situation in London? Is there a lot of bike paths and stuff like that, or it seems like it seems like they like don't go on the roads there. No one seems to ride a bike on the road in London. Oh really? Yeah, it seems like no, it's not safe. <laughs> but I've seen a couple bike paths, but uh, I, I, there's some trails and stuff around here. Lots of bike trails. Yeah, but uh, nothing, nothing, nothing for the main roads really. Nice. So it's a free for all if you're on the road. Always, always dangerous. I always hate people that are biking on the road without a helmet. It just like boils my blood so badly. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the TorontoGameDesk.com podcast. It's the weekend after E3. Yeah, this is uh, talk E3. Yeah, we'll probably do quite a bit of E3 talk. But first, before we do that, why don't we talk about the games we played this last week? Brett, other than the train game that you that you work on, did you play anything? Uh, I played my train game that I work on. Okay. Tiny Rails, download it, enjoy it. Um, I was played uh, Blossom Tales all week, almost all week. But yeah, but yeah, that's all I played this week was Blossom Tales, and it was okay. Just I enjoyed a, it. Yeah. What? I was trying to think of like. 
Okay, like I was saying to Dan before we started, like I don't know who this game is for because it was really easy. Now, I've been playing games my whole life, so obviously these are not new challenges. So it gets a solid four right away because it's, it's Zelda. It's 100% Zelda Link to the Past. And if you're jonesing for that experience, like they, they like this is this is that game. But it seems like it's easy, like just way too easy. So that kind of annoyed me because I wanted the challenge because the game is fun. And I just was like, where's the challenge? Like I was just like ripping through this game, you know? Um, but there's, was, there's no uh, there's no difficulty setting or anything. No, I kind of wish there was. Like I was hoping. Uh, when I beat it, that there would have been like a new game plus or something where it would have ramped the difficulty up because mm-hmm. like it's it's simple. Like I I fought the the final boss and I got this ability that summons bees and that's all I did was just summon bees and the bees just killed the final boss for me. I'm like, thanks, this was easy. <laughs> like, right. Uh, yeah. So is it generally in terms of difficulty? You're talking mainly about enemies, like even just casual em- enemies that you run into. It's just easy one shot, all one shot. You get that boomerang, just one shot them all day. <laughs> what about the? Is there puzzles and stuff in it, like Zelda? Or yeah, there's some mm-hmm. puzzles in it. There's some decent puzzles. Like the puzzles aren't the puzzles aren't like maddening frustration levels. Yeah, like they're casual. It seems like this game is like this game would be perfect for like a mobile phone. Because yeah. it seems very casual, like you could just pick it up, play it, enjoy it, and that's it, you know. Like then you beat it. Like I kind of hope, like there's more content because I really liked how the game was portrayed, like given to us. Uh, because like it, it, it's like uh, it's like a Princess Bride, so to speak, where the the old the grandpa's talking to the son, like telling him the bedtime story, and they kind of bring that into this too, where it's grandpa talking to the son, uh, the granddaughter and grandson. And telling them a bedtime story, and you're going through the bedtime story as like that's the story. So I thought that was cool, and it made me think like, well, hopefully they do like another expansion or something with another story because it's it's fun. Like I don't know, I did enjoy it. It's a fun game. How long how long did it take you? Uh, I think it took me about seven hours because I'm I was trying to do the uh, the achievements and all that stuff. So. But I have eight hours put in right now. So there and is, so is there um, um, blanking actually. Is there like kind of collect? There's, so there's collectibles and stuff like heart pieces, equivalent, I guess, and yeah, all that stuff, heart pieces, mana pieces. There's tons of gear, like uh, abilities and stuff to pick up, like swords and bombs and all that jazz. Um, yeah, there, there's a. I'm doing all the quests. Like there is like side quests, which probably expands the game a little bit but i just focused on the main story and just ripped right through it so there's like d- delivery quests and things like that where i'm just like yeah i don't need to do that so and you can watch you can watch all my videos on playing it which is only three of them on my twitch channel so i blasted through it what what twitch channel is that uh at brett meeser on go. twitch and it's a fun game though i would i would recommend it if you want a zelda game like if you ha- if you're jonesing for that old school Super Nintendo Zelda game, I would recommend it. I'm giving it a four out of five, uh, four out of ten, no matter what, because I have played this already. So. Well, yeah, so you just played eight hours of it. Yeah, but I played it back in 1984. Yeah, Wait, 19... no, that's too early. 1984. <laughs> still, it doesn't matter. I still played. Which you even like, like three years old in 1984? I'd be five. Oh, no, five. four. Five. Five, five or four. 
Whatever. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's a good game. Pick it up on sale, like a Steam sale. I paid I paid full price for it. I don't. I'm not. I'm not upset with that. But because I think it was like twelve bucks when I bought it. So pick it up. Twelve bucks. It's pretty solid for Zelda kind of. Re- yeah, twelve like- bucks. You got about eight hours out of it because that that's probably how long it's going to take to collect everything. Maybe ten if you're slow. But it's a pretty good game. Cool. Um, Dan, did you get uh, did you get the chance to play any games this week? Yeah, I went back and got a little bit further in um, God of War three, which I'm just kind of chipping away at in anticipation for four whenever that comes out. Um, did we get a release date for that? Or I think like they a just window? Said, I think they just said 2018. I forget because the we'll talk about this, but the three like big games they kind of showed off. We're all 2018, and I feel like one of them said early 2018. Mm. Historically, I'm pretty sure God of War has always been like a March franchise. So, um, I know mm. God of War 2 and God of War 3 were, were March, or I'm pretty sure. So, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this one is also God of War or uh, March. Right on. So, I'm chipping away at that. I'm still chipping away at Grim Fandango. I basically open that up like every couple months and just solve a few puzzles and shut it down again. Um, and then, what remains of Edith Finch? I finally started. But I've just scratched the surface on that so far. Yep. Um, and I watched Brett play Blossom Tales a bunch. Um, and yeah, he's right. It's it's like totally Zelda. It's not. It's like almost not even like nostalgia. It's like very just. It just throws you right back into that world kind of thing. You know what I mean? It feels very um, similar. I wonder. You know how they, you know, a developer will make a game in the style of whatever. You know. Um, what's a good example? Like just an endless runner or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, what uh, are there any sort? Because of, I've never really seen um, a link to the past game before. I mean, I've seen other sort of top-down RPGs and whatnot, but not something <laughs> that that sort of borrowed as heavily. Right? Yeah. Um, off the top of my head, I can't really think of something. There was a three, there was like 3D Dot Heroes or something that was on PS3, uh, mm-hmm. uh, that I think was kind of like it was a, it was um, what do you call it when it's like what do you call the Minecraft graphic style? Like it's pixels, but it's 3D pixels or whatever. It was like the blocks. It was like that style of graphics, um, and I think that was kind of similar to a SNES or NES Zelda, but I didn't play it, so I'm not 100 percent sure. Oh, right. Yeah, I do remember this game. Um, but yeah, I, off the top of my head, I can't really think of any other sort of Zelda-esque clones. Yeah, because it's because, I mean, if you, like you said, if you want that feeling again, that's a pretty good place to go. Yeah. Totally. And there's only, like, how many Zeldas are there like that? Three, four, Game Boy, two on NES, SNES, and then, like, the the last 3DS one. So there's only, like, five Zeldas that are similar to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're right in that ballpark. Even even like when you're in a dungeon, how you can jump from one level to the other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just feels very Zelda like. Hey, Brett. Yeah. So yeah. It's that, a it's go. a good game. Yeah, yeah, it's totally it's totally like if you want that experience, then you might as well just get it because it's right in the ballpark. Yeah. Except that there are a few there are a few differences. Like the way the story is told, Brett was telling me, is kinda has like a how I met your mother kind of thing. Mm. Or what'd you say? You said Princess Bride or something. Princess right? Bride. Yeah, more Princess Bride y. But there is like some it's and that's one thing I wish the game kinda 
did a little bit more. There was some instances where, like, you get to a part in the story, and then they're like, the kids are fighting over who the character is going to be that you fight, and I thought that was awesome. So, and you got to choose, like, so there's like, I only remember seeing it in one instance where you come across this band of like uh, pirates, and then the dad is or the grandpa's like, is it a pirate? queen or a ninja queen or something like that and then you the kids are like fighting back and forth of who they want the character to be and then you actually get to choose and i thought that was really dope and i kind of wish they did more of that in this game like it i i swear it only happens once and i was like really into it like i just thought that was so cool like when it happened i was like this is super cool but it it only happened like once well you said you didn't you didn't do the side quest really did you or no uh this was just a side quest yeah i didn't do any of the side quests so i'm hoping more of it like as i do it now i hope more of that happens yeah but this was just like one instance where i was like oh this is really cool so as of right now i haven't found any more and i wish they did more of it does it have like a sort of quest log system oh god that oh god what (laughs) i don't want to shit on this game but the quest log system is garbage oh is it yeah it's the most frustrating Thing ever like it's just it's horrible <laughs> I, I i actually really hope t-bud updates that because it's a garbage it's just garbage <laughs> it's just, it's, what it's just like difficult to navigate or something yeah it's not even that it's like everything that you've done in the game is logged so if you've got a quest at the beginning of the game and you've been playing for like say uh, two hours it's logged everything else you've done so then you want to go and do that quest and you're like oh I gotta go all the way back through my log, and it's a lot of stuff. Mm. So it's it's just a hot mess. So it's hard to do the quests. Hmm. I think that's the main reason why I didn't do any of the side quests. Was like I saw the log, and I'm like, meh, okay, I'm not doing these. So so it doesn't just bump up like the no. um the unfinished quests to the top of the list kind of thing. No, there's not even a list. It's just one giant garbage pit of text. Oh, yeah. So it looks like it was just like, and I don't want to say an oversight, but it's just like, yeah, that's not that's not how we do things in 2017. So it's just not, it's still, but that aside from that, the game is still fine. So I kind of just hope they update that. Um, he just released an update. Like the game has been patched. Uh, it was just a minor bug, some minor bug fixes. So he's definitely like looking at the game and stuff. So. Well, hey, Link to the Past didn't have a quest log, and we got through it, all right? Yeah, Brett. Just <laughs> saying. So, oh, where's my quest log? Yeah. I don't think uh, any quests in the Link to the Past. It's one story. Oh, there's quests. What quest? Name me a quest in the Link to the Past. Go. Like, that one dude who's playing <laughs> the the flute in the forest, and you have to get his flute from, like, the old... The, the... That's part of the story. That's not part of the story. You know. Do you have to do that? Yes, you have to do that. The flute? Yeah, you have to do it. Everything in that game you have to do to progress in the story. I think there's like no quest in that game. Yeah, I don't know if there's really side quests. Uh, there's at least there's at least a couple. At least a couple. Why don't you look it up? You guys right. are drunk. I'm not I'm not even part of this. <laughs> yes, you are. You you've chimed up. I heard you 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 hyped, <laughs> you hyped man Dan, so you are definitely a part of this. I didn't say here then. I think you're right, actually. I don't think there's really oh, side quests. But I, but I'm not a big, I'm not as big a uh, link to the past fan as like you guys. Like I didn't really play as a kid. I played it once when it came out on GBA, and, and I haven't really touched it since. Like, so I, I don't know. I refer, I, I refer to the you guys 
to talk about that game because I I don't have fond memories of it. It's a great game. You should have all the all of them. A lot of that I didn't have an SNES growing up, so a lot of the SNES classics I didn't play until later in life. Like <clears throat> I didn't play Super. I was just telling someone this. I forget who, but I didn't play Super Mario World until the Wii, when when the Virtual Console <clears throat> was right. it then. I didn't play that like at all. Like I didn't play that game straight up. I saw it at party, like at, you know, friends' house and stuff. But I didn't play it until 2007 or whatever. Hmm. Same with Link to the Past. Same with Super Metroid. Like a lot of SNES classics. I was a Sega kid growing up, so I didn't play any of them. And there's nothing saying that there's any side quests in well, in it in a Link to the Past. Everything's connected, bro. No, you're crazy. No, dude. Like if like if you want to get an extra it. magic bottle or something, then there's that dude under the bridge that you gotta find and stuff like that. Like that's not part of the story. It's not a quest. You don't need that extra magic bottle. It's not a quest though. Man. No one gives you a thing to say, hey, go talk to this thing. There's no quest. Fine, it's a secret. That'd be better <laughs> off than I would I would I would go Semantics. with that. Semantics. <laughs> they are secrets. They're hidden. No, there's no semantics, it's a secret. I mean, you're not told about it, right? You gotta find it yourself. That seems yeah. pretty, pretty secretly to me. Yeah, it's a secret, dude. Yeah, you're questing. No, <laughs> you, you find it. You find it along your questing. <laughs> you're secreting. It's a yeah. subquest amongst your questing. Yeah. It's not even a mission, man. It's nothing. It's not a mission. It's not a subquest. It's not a mini quest. It's it's just there. Isn't there one with like two brothers or something like that? Zelda has never had a brother. No, not Zelda's brother. No, like he's oh, talking about a he's talking about a secret. Oh, a secret? Where they mentioned something and you gotta find like You're just trying to pull something. Oh, is, no, there, I... is there nowhere in that game where they're just like someone in town is just like, Oh, if you like I hear that in the forest there's a there's a so and so that will make you a dope potion or something like that, and then you gotta go find that so and so. Like that would that would be a quest. Yeah, there's stuff. There's like at least a couple things that are kind of like that. Okay, you know what? When I recall, whatever yeah. there is, there's definitely wasn't a quest log. There was no quest. No, there's no quest log. It's all secrets, man. Anyways, we'll leave it to our Patreons and our Twitter f- followers. If there is a quest in Zelda: Link to the Past only, don't get crazy. <laughs> Link to the Past only. If there is a quest, send it to me because I swear to you, there's no quest. And even if, like, there's a mention of that dude <laughs> under the bridge so that you get a magic bottle from, even, like, a slight mention of him, that's worth it right there. No, there's no side quest. There's no side quest in that game. You can tweet at all, all of us on Twitter, yeah. at Brett Meeser, at Composing Dan, and at Trauma Game Devs. Uh, I'm not believing it. Let us know what you think. That's the thing with recording a podcast or whatever. We're kind of doing this all, like, you can't really, like... Go research it, or no. maybe you can while I talk about even, the Even put it in the YouTube, if it gets put, posted there. Put it in the YouTube comments. That don't believe it's there. That's fake news. Oh, F- man. Fake news. <laughs> I think you're just misremembering the 80s, man. The 80s? I don't know. I'm just yeah, like, he's misremembering the game existing <laughs> in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, SNES was 91, and Link to the Past was probably, like, 93 or 94, right? Yeah, it was good times. Yeah, it wasn't the 80s, though. Well, we had the other Zeldas in the 80s. Sorry, guys. One Zelda. Which definitely had no quest. The, the the first Legend of Zelda? Yeah, both of them were in the 80s. Yeah, sure. 
No, Adventure of Link didn't have side quests? It must have. That one's like a little RPG. You level up and stuff. Adventure of Link? Oh, that's the gold case. That one probably has quests. Yeah. Because that was the side-scrolly one, so that one definitely probably had some missions and shit in it. Yeah. There you go. Dan Dan wins. Anyways. (laughs) No, that's a different game. (laughs) Anyways, uh, I played some Mass Effect Andromeda. It's whatever. Um, And I... And what I did finish was, or actually now I'm into the secret area or whatever, but I was playing Blaster Master Zero on Switch, which is a, a throwback to the original Blaster Master, I guess, which I never played. Um, but this game is damn fun. Like, it's it's pretty sweet. Like, it's the NES-style graphics of, of traversing the world, and then there's, like, kind of mini little dungeons that's more SNES-style graphics, like uh, the camera's, like, kind of above you, and, and you're a little dude kind of who can shoot in eight directions or whatever. And it's a lot of fun. Like it was, it was like ten, eleven dollars or so on the Switch. I bought it at the same time as NBA Playgrounds, and I just kind of like spoke through it this last week. Um, and you kind of just go through the eight worlds, and then I just unlocked. There's a secret ninth world if you collect if you collected everything. Um, so now I'm in like the ninth world, just finishing up. But it was super, super fun. Like I hope they kind of do more of that, where they bring back these like Blaster Master isn't really a well-known NES game. Like I never played it. I don't know if you guys did, but. It'd be sweet if they kind of brought back these like little unknown NES and SNES games and, and kind of just made like little digital indie games off them, right? Because um, I don't think Blaster Master was like a, a Nintendo property. I think they just brought it back from from death, really. Hmm. But a lot. But it was super fun. Uh, like, yeah, I, I was just I was just loving it. Maybe I wanted that like kind of classic. Uh, uh, Scratch that classic itch, sort of what Brett was saying with with uh, you know the legend, what the the game we were just arguing about. Blossom Tales. Blossom Tales, thank you. Um, so maybe it was definitely scratching that classic itch, but it, it's a lot of fun. Like if you have a Switch, I'd, I'd pick it up because it's like ten, eleven dollars or so. So um, other than that, it was E3 time, uh, and a lot of stuff was announced. So let's talk about the news. News, news, news. Yeah. Um, just kind of a few highlights. My dog's barking in the background. A few highlights. Alto's Odyssey was shown off. Uh, it looks kind of similar to Alto's Adventure, but on sand. Why don't you guys talk about it while I go find out what my dog's barking? Yeah. <laughs> Be right back. I'm going to have yeah. to pull it up because I haven't seen this yet. Oh, you haven't? I was looking at it already. It's all, it's, I'm just like, cool, sand. <laughs> Is it well, is that the only that's not the only difference though because they have the what do they have those things that chase you the the right. elders the elders yeah. in the village or whatever like they have new moves and stuff that you can do in the game which is cool but I was actually the thing that I want to take away from it I'm more surprised that they were actually at E3 like on on the show like I was I was more surprised by that that they actually had a mobile game on the show so I was like that's pretty cool. Yeah, Altos did pretty well. I mean, in terms of, mm-hmm. uh, it was it was a fun game. I played the I played the crap out of that game. Oh, yeah, yeah this looks great. I like the um, I like the new colors, air and balloons. Like and, I like the I'm bad. I like the wall riding and stuff like that. It looks uh, it looks more of the same, but it but it looks kind of just like a solid up, update. I don't know. It looks I'm dope. I'm I'm psyched dope. for it. I'm dope. <laughs> I'm dope. dope. I'm psyched for it. it. Looks dope is what I want to say. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm, uh, whatever. Oh, I see. So there's a new mechanic with bouncing on hot air balloons. That's yeah, which is cool. Like there's some new mechanics in it. Um, but yeah, it, I don't know. 
I'm just more impressed that they were at E3 and were showcased at E3 more so than the actual game. Yeah. Bridges that collapse. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'll definitely play it, but I'm just more stoked that they were on E3, so. Uh, number two, big one from Ubisoft Toronto, Starlink Battle for Atlantis. Atlas, sorry. Uh, it's a... So, they worked on Splinter Cell Blacklist back in 2012 or 13 or whatever it was. That was their first game out of the studio. They were the main developer of it. And since then, they've kind of worked on Assassin's Creed and, and Far Cry's and stuff like that. But they were never the main developer for a game. And now this is a new IP coming out of the studio. Uh, it's basically Lego kind of builders meets uh, No Man's Sky, I guess, is a fair comparison. Um. Looks pretty, looks pretty sweet. We won't see it for a while. It's, I think it's to, uh, set for fall 2018. I think this was the game that was shown off in Watch Dogs 2. I don't know if you guys remember that, but there was like a, right. a there was like a mission in that game where you sneak into Ubisoft to find like a, uh, to basically steal a game or like or leak a game, and it was a space game that looked just like this. So, I just want to say the one thing that's really neat about this is the Nintendo Switch controller. Yeah. The with this thing on it and stuff, like what? <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's yeah, cool and yeah, it's that. I guess it's like a scanner thing, but I don't know. I, I don't get it. I don't know why they could like I don't know anything about this tech, but I don't know why they couldn't use the the like amiibo scanner to yeah. kind of scan in your items, right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, but like I'm kind of digging it. It just looks neat. Is it a scanner? Or is it like a separate middle piece that your Joy Cons lock onto? I, I thought it was like a scanner because I thought the whole idea is that you kind of build your ship and then it will it will like uh, recognize that, right? Yeah, but it's like locked onto the actual controller. Yeah, but then that uh, later on, oh, see, so yeah, around one twenty, just before, they also show it done to a PlayStation controller. So I think that's just fake. I think that's just like it's not really a thing. Well, it's coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, or maybe PC, but. Um, it's not set for release until fall 2018, so it's going to be, like, <clears throat> they're finalizing everything, right? It's going to be a while before yeah. we see this game. But Yeah, like, if you go to 119, it makes me think that maybe that Nintendo thing wasn't actually a thing, that that's just some sort of graphical representation of, of how you're actually putting something together. I don't know, like, if you, if you look at the 50 mark, like, it looks like it's a, like, a part of the controller, like, it's a Switch controller, it does look like that, but then why would they also represent it on a PlayStation controller? You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm trying to get a good shot on the PlayStation controller here. And right at like 119, 120. Yeah. It's, and it's kind of like, well, that's that makes me think that maybe it's not. They're talking about the reveal trailer on Charting and Dis- like uh, that they posted it's on Charting and Dis.com, by the way. Watch the trailer on the site, because then you'll understand what we're talking about. <laughs> while, they, uh, while at E3 as well... They did mention that they haven't forgotten about Prince of Persia or Splinter Cell. The last Splinter Cell, as I mentioned, was uh, developed by Ubisoft Toronto. So, yeah, uh, I, just, uh, dead. Yeah, probably. I mean, Assassin's Creed is going to Egypt now, so it's kind of a similar area. Like, just side note: if you go to the end, they showed on the Xbox controller also, mm-hmm. and the Switch controller. Like, they showed multiple skews for it. I think it just clips on the bottom, like, like, like a taco shell. And it just would clip into the controller, so to speak, so it like holsters in. You know what I'm saying? And maybe you use motion controls, like yeah, something like that. Does Xbox controller have the same kind of motion controls that the PlayStation controller has? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't even think it has an NF reader or whatever it is. No, yeah, it does look like it clips on. That's weird. 
Interesting. It's interesting, though. Because I know the PlayStation has, you know, like, you could sort of... I mean, that's a really... You're just moving your hands around to fly a toy yeah. ship in front of you while you're playing. It's like... I, I think the the motion in PS4 controller is more so the camera tracking the light on the back, isn't it? It's not actually... It doesn't have motion in it or anything like that. No, I don't... I don't I don't have a I don't have a camera. Oh, and, and I use I use the motion controls to like type in stuff. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Never mind then. Um, it looks dope. I'm excited that's a new IP. So always good to see. Uh, number three. Did Brett leave and then not mute his mic? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, number three, Cuphead has a release date finally like a solid real release date you can pre-order the game on Xbox and on Steam I'm pretty sure uh, for September 29th the day before my birthday oh nice so I'll be picking that one up on Xbox I gotta my Xbox has been unplugged for about 7 months now so I gotta plug that sucker back in and make sure it's still working and all that and Cuphead yeah man I'm excited for this one I, yeah. I hope, I hope it, they stick to it the fact that it's up for pre-order makes me think that it's, it is like done like, they wouldn't delay it again, you know what I mean? Well, I know the music's done, because they're also releasing a vinyl, right? Yeah, so there is a deluxe kind of vinyl soundtrack that's coming later this year as well, part of uh, I Am 8-Bit. There's been a couple of developers that have worked with I Am 8-Bit. I think Runbo did uh, a vinyl soundtrack with them, too. Oh, I'm right. back. I, I, I had, my cat was going crazy. Cool. Um, yeah, this, I mean, this game looks totally, insanely awesome yeah. and fun to play. So, you know, I remember in, near the beginning, there was, like, talk about it being, like, excruciatingly difficult and whatnot. I don't know. And then and then they eventually added some platforming, and which delayed things. But, uh, like, just watching this game, I don't care if it's hard. I want to get good at it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it looks awesome. Yeah. Style-wise, um, there's not that many that, that look better than that because it just looks dope. Yeah, I mean it's all completely hand drawn. Like that's crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wonder how much. Has do you that know... ever been done? I don't think that's ever been done, has it? A hand drawn. I don't think so. Anime thing, not that I know of. You know, maybe not sections, like but not like this. Yeah, maybe some sort of self shady section in like. Uh, I don't know. I can't even think. Of, I can't even think of anything really. Like cutscenes or something in some sort of. Uh, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, but that would just yeah. A scene or something. I don't know. Um, it looks good. So so I think, oh, it's coming out to PC. Perfect. Yeah, I think you can pre-order right now. If you actually, do you want to confirm? Google that. Uh, you know, if there was a Steam link, that would make things easier. But let me go do that for you. I, I wrote that story literally a minute after it was announced. Oh, so all right, I'll let that slide. <laughs> yeah, Toronto Game Devs doesn't do uh, doesn't do updates, man. I see yeah, that. They don't update their articles. Yeah, didn't we already talk about this? I'm not going to do that. <laughs> they don't update nothing. <laughs> not going to update shit. Don't update uh, articles. Except, don't for, update except for live spelling errors. <laughs> yeah, whatever. And uh, the last thing that was kind of... Uh, wait, the last, wait, wait. I'm, I'm going to just update us. Okay. Uh, it's on Steam right now. You can put it on your wish list. Available September 29th. <laughs> yeah, we already talked about that when you were gone. Yeah, but it's on Steam, so you can do it. Okay. Um, yeah, stop. Doing this. Mute your <laughs> mic. <laughs> What's going on? Well, she... Because <laughs> we live on the main floor, and so, oh, uh, whatever. When people open the doors, she goes crazy? No. 
There's this bag outside. She wants to kill it. <laughs> Can you mute your mic and just deal with your cat then? I might. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I'll be back. <laughs> I'm just going to edit oh. all that out. So I, I spoiled the, the vinyl soundtrack one. What do you mean spoiled? Because that's also a link that you sent this here. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> the vinyl soundtrack looks pretty incredible, too. It's in like a... What would you call this? It's like... Um, that weird... The, the book or whatever? Yeah. It looks awesome. Yeah. Um, and the last thing that was kind of shown before we started talking more about the soundtrack is just a Far Cry 5, which was is also another big uh, Ubisoft game. We're back. There were some technical difficulties. I don't know where we kind of stopped off, but we did kind of finalize all the E3 news that came out of Toronto. Um, so let's talk about kind of, I guess, the best of E3 or the worst of E3, what we'd like, what we didn't like. Um, Dan, what what kind of, what did you like about the show? What did you not like about the show? What, were, what are your kind of final thoughts? Um, oh, the whole show? Or, yeah, whatever, whatever comes to your mind. Yeah, I mean... I enjoyed it. I enjoyed uh, Nintendo's outing. That was the one that kind of uh, got me more interested in potentially buying a Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, you know, I just, they just, I don't know. I just really liked what I saw. You know, Mario Odyssey looks great. Yes. The, the Rabbids thing looked like it might be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um. What else was there? What else did they show off? They like showed a logo for Metroid Prime Four. Oh yeah, and yeah, people were freaking out about that. I, I haven't played really Metroid Prime games, mm-hmm. so <clears throat> I really liked Metroid Prime One and Two. I didn't really Three was all right, um, but One and Two were the best ones for me. Mm. And I watched a little bit of the, the Treehouse stuff, and that's always entertaining, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from that, I watched the PlayStation One. I, you know, there wasn't. It was good. I mean, I, I enjoyed the. The music at the beginning and whatnot, I thought that was pretty cool, and I enjoyed see, getting extra looks at some stuff that I already knew was coming. But there wasn't anything else that kind of uh, blew me out of the water. Yeah, that was the thing. The, the, their big kind of like games they showed, um, you know, there's uh, nothing new. Day, Days Gone, Spider Man, God of War were all shown last year mm-hmm. and are not coming out this year. Right. So yeah. So 2017 is kind of a, a bum year for for PS4 uh, owners, despite getting like you know, um, Horizon Zero Dawn and stuff earlier in the year. But I think like the tail end of the year is going to be uh, not really that great. You know, they're, they're, you know, they did a great job last year. It's kind of it's one of those things. It's like E3 is every year, and games take time to develop. So it's like <laughs> being at the top of the game every year would probably be pretty hard. Yeah. Plus you got. Um, there's like PlayStation has its own PlayStation experience. You know, you, you wonder like if that didn't exist, we probably would have seen The Last of Us 2 like teaser at the end of this year. Right. Um, there's also Gamescom and stuff. But yeah, it's true. It's hard to be consistent. Like Nintendo showed off literally nothing last year except for a Wii U game. And this year they came out kind of arm, like, you know, bat swinging or whatever. Yeah, uh, I kind of feel like that's <laughs> the thing, right? Like you got to take a year off to have a banging year one year. Otherwise. You know, yeah, but this game last that. year that was their transition year, so and they still showed off some good stuff. They had like more. That was more of a 3ds year. Last year, they they yeah. showed the only thing they had in their entire booth for you to play was um, Zelda. They didn't, they, they probably they, had a Paper Mario or something in there. No man, they. I, <laughs> I if there was, I didn't see it. Like I walked around their entire booth and 
It was just a giant lineup to go into to see Zelda. Mm. Um, that's all you really need. Yeah, but it was the Wii U Zelda. That was that's why I didn't like play it because I was like, this isn't even going to be the version of the game I'm going to play. Mm. Um, no, it's true. Yeah, you, like games take a long time, and and as big as these studios are, they're not going to have like a, a solid year every single time. Like I still love E3, but this this is probably one of the least memorable like E3s. Like even though Nintendo had a good show, their their most exciting things were was a logo and a dude just saying he's making a Pokemon game. Like they didn't really, you know. Yo, Mario Odyssey is exciting. Yeah, it looks dope, but we already knew about it. But still. still yeah, that's that's the thing. I mean, especially those types of games that are going to get the whole audience in, in your event to freak out. Those are the types of games that take years in development, you know? Like, nobody's going to freak out over a casual experience or a new mm-hmm. card game, you know, or something like that. Yeah. I thought Microsoft's uh, conference was, like, pretty, pretty chill, too. Or, like, pretty dope, too. Like, they just kind of kept showing games, games, games. I'm not, like... If I was an Xbox fan, I'd be hyped for the Xbox One X or whatever they want to call it. Um, but I'm not, so I don't really mm-hmm. care. But uh, as someone who was excited for the PS4 Pro and bought one day one, like I'm, you know, solid for the Xbox fans. So I didn't end up watching the Xbox One. What about the the how, how much detail did they go into with Scorpio? Was it uh, a large part of their conference or just a little bit? Uh, no, they because like a month or two before they worked with some. Um, like news outlet to just go over what was actually in the Xbox One X. So it's called Xbox One X. Mm-hmm. Um, so so that stuff was already kind of gone, and then they just showed off like a, a bunch of games, and and a lot of the games they just said, you know, this one is made is made better with Xbox One X or whatever. But I'm watching on YouTube, so I, and I don't have a 4K TV, so it doesn't. It just all looks dope to me. Like it doesn't right. look any different. But like Anthem looks really cool. That was the new Bioware game. Um. And it was just like a lot of stuff like that where they were showing games, and it's similar to PS4 Pro where it's like no game will only be on Xbox One X. Like it's it's more of a right, yeah. It's a it's a it's a thing that powers up the current games that are out. <laughs> they announced a lot of backwards compatibility stuff too, which I know people are are big fans of. I'm not, I don't really care again, but I thought E3 was very like nothing like was super earth shattering, like awesome. There's a lot um, of X's in that name, Xbox. One X, triple so, X. Man. So now the it it's shrinks down to Xbox. Yeah, because it's just two X's at the end of box. Yeah, it's X and then B for box, then O for one, and then X. So Xbox. Jeez. <laughs> um, That's not confusing at all. Because then they also had the Xbox S, right? That came out. Yeah, now they have original Xbox games coming out, so they have to like be careful there. They can't say like Crimson Skies from Xbox, the first Xbox. Mm-hmm. They ought to say original, I guess. Yeah, that that's oh. going to create a little market confusion because I know some parents going to go and be like, "Well, what's the difference between Xbox, Xbox One S, and Xbox One, and Xbox, and all this stuff?" Like, yeah. Um. Also, game of the show, Dragon Ball Z Fighters. Yeah, that looks really good. Oh, it looks so dope. I'm I'm so pumped for it. I was I'm blown away by that game. I don't want to buy an Xbox for it, but no, it's coming to PS4 as well. Yeah, but I don't have. Buy PS4. Nino Nino Cooney is coming out in November, bro. Yeah, but I think it's coming to PC. So. Yeah, it, it is. Um, and Knack too is coming out in September, I think. Who cares about Knack? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's not even like a game that anyone even talks about. Tyler talks to play it though. Tyler Tyler talks games. Tyler Hodgkinson, I think his name uh, is a fan of Knack too. We already talked about we're going to play it together and stuff. So yeah, yeah, I was I was a fan of the first Knack. It was dope. I would play it because I like platformers. So I'm kind of interested, but at the same time, like, hmm, my dabs. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Brad, Brad, what, what, what were your kind of overall thoughts on the show? Um, I this is like the first time in a long time where I actually just kind of was like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I watched it while I'm at work, and I watched it at work, and I'm like, yeah, okay, that's cool. Like, there's some things where I'm like. I, I thought I, I liked the Xbox presentation probably the most in a long time, too. Like, Nintendo's, well, Nintendo's is always number one. But out of the other two, I actually liked Xbox this year. And it was just, they had so much content coming out. I'm like, oh, my God, there's a lot of cool stuff coming here. And like, Dragon Ball Z looked really dope. And they had this, that Fox game. Uh, I can't remember what it's called right now. Like, this, uh, I can't remember what that game is called. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like Mario... But you're a fox. Yeah. And I'm like, yep, sign me up. It looks way better than Knack. So, <laughs> like, Xbox actually had some decent-looking games, too. It's just like, this this system could be something cool. It made me wonder how the web, like, the, uh, the Windows side of things will work. Like, is it coming out on both? Like, that's the only thing I didn't feel like they gave me the right information. Because I am a PC user. So, I'm like, okay, is this game coming? To Windows 10? Like, what's going on here? I thought, uh, I might be wrong, but I thought every game was, was a Windows it's not That's what I thought, too, but I don't feel like that's the right answer. <laughs> like, yeah. after watching the conference, I'm like, I'm still confused on where I can get these games. However, if I can get DBZ on Windows 10, oh, man, I'm definitely going to be buying it. Yeah. Um, what else did I like? I didn't, I, the Ubisoft presentation was okay. Like, I was definitely hyped for Assassin's Creed when I saw it like three times. Assassin's Creed um, looks dope. I'm I'm pretty excited for that. Like that was that was one thing I wanted yeah. out of this year. Where uh, just like you know, what did the year off give us? Um, and and you know, aside from like a break, it does look like it's way smoother. Like there was always the thing where you're like running near a wall, and then suddenly your character would start like kind of trying to run up the wall. Like I didn't really see that going on through yeah. the, through the let's plays and stuff like that. Like. The setting looks really cool. Like it looks mm. beautiful. Like I'm, I'm down with it. Like what I saw from Assassin's Creed Origins, um, yeah. pretty, pretty stoked. I'm not going to get that eight hundred dollar edition, but oh yeah, that eight hundred dollar edition thing. I was just like, are you kidding me? What's yeah. in it? Um, it's like eight hundred dollar special edition Assassin's Creed Origin. Um, it comes with a statue and some other stuff. Like I don't even feel like it's worth eight hundred dollars. Like I don't even. I have a theory. Uh, I think it's like a forty-eight inch statue, isn't it, of uh, of the god or something? Yeah. Right. The god of the Daywar, whatever his name is. The character. Oh, okay. Yeah, and his eagle. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot Which of eagle, eagle made me laugh because it's like, oh, that's Far Cry Primal. Yeah, they just, they took it right out of Far Cry Primal. Um, good job, guys. <laughs> just reuse it. I'm pretty sure. No, never mind. Um. Yeah, I have a feeling that $800 edition they just, like, made just to get, kind of get the news of people, mm-hmm. like, talking about it and stuff. Like, and, so. if, and if they're just like, yeah, if a couple people buy it, then whatever. We'll, yeah. make, we'll make these it's, statues. It's limited edition, I'm assuming, like, of yeah. a couple thousand or something. Yeah, it's like 400 of them, or 800 or 400 of them are going to be made. So it will be limited edition. <laughs> I think they're numbered, too. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to be numbered. So I was like, if I had eight hundred dollars, maybe I would consider it. But there'll be four hundred super rich gamers who'll be like, yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. I think it's more of a press move than anything. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I was I was down with Ubisoft. I I thought they kind of hit it with every single thing that they sh- they showed. Far Cry Five looks dope. Uh, Starlink, as we already talked about, looks dope. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil Two. I'm not like I never played the original, but people are stoked about that. Um, Mario and Rabbits looks like way less stupid than I thought it was. Yeah, it actually looks really fun. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a fan of like XCOM and strategy RPGs, but Heather is, and, and she's down with it. So that's mm-hmm. sort of my indication that like it's it it looks like a fun game. So yeah, that's the way I'm looking at it. It looks like it's gonna be quite fun. <laughs> like it just looks fun. <clears throat> it has it more than anything. It does remind me of Super Mario RPG. Just like the way you're walking around with your dude, like with people with like the characters and stuff like that. It, it kind of does feels. It have, does it have that that story? Of uh, like, do do we know anything about the story of rabbits? I think it's just going to be some. I don't I don't know actually. I don't know if they said anything about the story or. If... Well, there was like some time machine, right? It was like a washing time machine or whatever that it was broken. So there's some sort of temporal connection there of some sort. Hmm. You got to think of something of like why these characters are in that world, right? Oh. Um, and then. Yeah, Sony was just whatever. Um, what about far- Bethesda? I saw the Bethesda one. That was that was entertaining. People were like poo-pooing on Bethesda for all the Skyrim stuff, but they're, eh. they're but they're making these Skyrim ports because people asked for them. So it's they're probably just like in their office right now, just being like, "What do you people want?" Yeah, what do you guys want? <laughs> like, like we we went back to Skyrim because everyone still plays it and loves it and talks about yeah. it. Like, I I was begging for the PS4 port, right? So. And then people on the Sky, the um, the Switch port, yeah, to have it on the go, and then and now they're making a VR mode of it. Like, I think the Switch one is the most impressive one, just because having that game on the go is kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> like, so, it sounds cool to have it on the go. Yeah, that's what it is. And I, I hope there's a little bit more, like they showed off the kind of the link deal, like the link stuff, amiibo stuff. I hope there's a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just like kind of one one sword and one shirt or whatever, but we shall see. Some cameos of some sort. Yeah, it'd be dope if there's just like a Mario quest or something. I don't know, yeah. but like just like other little like cosmetic stuff would be would be dope. Just Mario, uh, Zelda, a bunch of Metroid, a bunch of stuff. Um, and then uh, what was the? Blank right now. Oh, and, and a lot of VR news for for Brett. Doom. Like, yeah, it's too too little too late. Doom coming to VR. Skyrim. <laughs> Fallout. Yeah, that's fine. Still not. So no many, one's buying. No one's buying these systems still. A million people bought PlayStation VR. Yeah, but everyone who owns their VR, that's it. That's it. That's all you're getting. A million people. No, there's more people buying it. I don't think anyone was like, you know what? I'm buying a, a VR system. To play these games, I'm sure fan, like hardcore fans of the game, some of them will be interested in playing in VR, throwing themselves into the world. I think Skyrim more than anything, right? I like I like the announcement of those three games. I thought that was cool, but I still don't think VR is happening. So I would have been more convinced if they were all original IP. I would have been more down if these were launch, like launch window VR games. That would have cemented VR for sure. But now it's like a little late, so. 
They might be late to the party, man. Whoever is opening something, mute, you mute your mic. Definitely not me. Definitely not Brett. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Nintendo. Uh, yeah, Nintendo had a solid show. Like their their most exciting things were things that we won't see for another two years or so. But uh, Mario Odyssey, like I didn't, to be fair, I didn't watch any Mario Odyssey because I know I'm going to buy that game. So I'm like, I'm not. There's no reason for me to watch the C3 stuff. I'm already hyped. Yeah, I watched... as much as possible. So like, I saw like a, the, you can like you can like uh, possess people or something, right? Like I, I, I to be honest, I didn't really watch any of, of Mario Odyssey stuff. I yeah, you can possess people only. and animals. And... Yeah, like I only watched the E three stuff, and I didn't watch the Treehouse stuff because I'm like, I don't want it to be ruined. Yeah, it's like I'm already one hundred percent on board with getting this um, dinosaurs. Pretty crazy. Yeah, there's this di- Yeah, so I don't even know why there's a dinosaur. Like I thought it took place in kind of like New York City or whatever. But dude, I have no clue what's going on in that game. Yeah, it's so crazy. It's funny because I saw somebody tweet um, th- that New Donk City or whatever. It, yeah. But when you look at the background, it looks as if New Donk City is actually built on top of a skyscraper with a much larger city around it. Oh really? Just because you know. Like all of the other skyscrapers in the background look like they're like thirty floors beneath you, and that extend for a long distance. And the city that you're actually on is just built on a much larger skyscraper. Hmm. So that's kind of interesting. Interesting. I mean, the, like I don't know if that was just um, if that is the way it is, or if that was just an observation, but it actually totally looks like that. Yeah. My sure. favorite thing out of that trailer was. Um, seeing Pauline back because she was the one who was singing like 100% that was Pauline so I was, I was like that is amazing oh so, Pauline, Pauline's back? I believe so All right. she was definitely singing the jazz song oh that's supposed to be her? that's a good song actually yeah uh, yeah. at first I was like I was like, what is this? and then I actually got into it <laughs> this isn't that bad they've been, they've been kind of killing their, their songs lately because the Arms theme song um, yeah. is pretty dope too so they're like I don't know. Dan, are you helping out their music department? Because uh, it's sounding pretty awesome lately. Uh, no. Okay. Um, what the... Cool too. <laughs> like, I think I would actually play it if I had a, had the system. Like, I think... It looks hard, though. Like, it looks hard. <laughs> I think if uh, if Splatoon wasn't, like, next month, I'd be I'd be down with arms. But I can yeah. wait, like, another month for a multiplayer, like, Switch game. Because I'm more excited for Splatoon. Um, yeah, I think but, I picked Splatoon also. But we'll see, because I've been looking at ARM stuff, and I'm like, this does look kind of dope, but... Um, yeah, it looks like it would be fun. Like, it just looks fun. I just want to clear up, like, Mass Effect and a few other things before I kind of buy more games. been trying to, like, clear the backlog a little bit. Um, oh, that's too big. Stop. Sorry, stop. Don't, don't, don't send me stuff. Don't send us stuff during the podcast. That's, oh, actually, no, that's only 400 kilobytes. That's not big. I'll download it later. Um... But the one thing that I was kind of disappointed with both Sony and uh, Nintendo is they didn't really show off any, like, indies or any... Uh, and for Nintendo, they didn't really show off many third-party stuff, like... Yeah, but, I don't... Uh, but I was expecting, like, an uh, kind of an indies, like, direct, just kind of showing off. Like, they really only had Rocket League. Yeah, that was... I was really surprised to see Rocket League come to the Switch. I thought that was super cool, because I'm like, oh, man, Rocket League on the go? Like, I don't know if you guys play Rocket League ever... But it's actually a fun game. So. Yeah, no, I, I played a little bit and I got into it. Um, 
I, well, yeah, I'm not crazy about it because people really love that game. I didn't realize like how, like when that got announced, I was just like, oh, people like still play that. Like, and it turns out yes. Yeah, it like, has a huge community. Yeah, like I I I got into Rocket League a little bit ago, and I'm like, okay, that's cool, it's a fun game. And then I stopped playing it. And I thought it was dead, and no, I was totally wrong. Like, yeah. it's still a thing, yeah. you know. But it almost made me want to go back and play again. Yeah. Um, just kind of wrapping things up. Dan, what's uh, what was your game of the show, and who who do you think like had the best E three? Um, it would be Nintendo for me. Yeah. And game of the show of oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't okay. really answer that. Too many right. games. All right, fine. Brett, <laughs> who who uh, won E three for you, and and what was your game of the show? This is tough. Because I, I, you know, uh, this is a tough one. It's like, I want to say Nintendo, cause just because. Because you're <laughs> a fanboy. But you know what? I think I might actually, I might actually give it to Xbox this year. Yeah. Because they just like, there was so much content that I was like, wow, this is a good year for Xbox owners. Like, I'm, I'll never, I'll never own an Xbox. But I saw like so much variety coming to the Xbox where I was just like, 2017 to 18 is probably going to be a fun year for Xbox owners. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was just some, there were some solid games on that system, like that they showed. Like <laughs> Dragon Ball Z was pretty dope. Um, the that Fox game, I swear, I wish I could remember the name. I think it's called Story of Seasons or something like that. I don't know. Uh, that looked really dope to me, and I was just like, I don't, I don't care about the uh, new console or anything like that. That unveil. Unveil. I, I just like the the content that was coming out. I was like, this is a lot of cool shit here. So yeah. I, I think Xbox kind of crushed it in that regards. But Nintendo still like like just it's still Nintendo. You know, like Mario Odyssey alone just crushed everything for me. Like there was no other game close to it. So like that's why I want to give it to Nintendo. Where it's like that one game alone just sold me on the whole thing. Nintendo could have gave me crap for the rest of the night. Or the show, right? Where I'd just be like, whatever, I got Mario Odyssey, I'm cool. But I think I'm going to give it to Xbox this year, which is rare. But Mario Odyssey is definitely the game of the show. Yeah. For uh, Xbox has always, or Microsoft's always had the benefit of like only having one thing to focus on, right? Like Sony yeah. had the PSP, they had the VR now, they had the Vita, they had the mm-hmm. PlayStation, whatever. Nintendo has the whatever their portable is, they had their, uh, their their console. So Microsoft has always just been like, if you own an Xbox, like we like we'll take care of you, sort of thing. Yeah, but Microsoft has always sucked consecutively years. On, at their presentations, sometimes they they waste too much time on like sports shit and and like yeah. other kind of non gaming stuff. That they didn't do that this year, which was this year reminded me of what Sony did last year. Yeah, Sony just hit us game after game last year, and Xbox did that this year. And I was like, this is impressive for Xbox. I've seen Xbox just tank so many years in a row, and that's kind of why I'm like, I think I should give it to Xbox this year because for once they did. Good. Do they have a lot of exclusives? Oh man, DBZ's exclusive. No, it's not PS4. Oh, oh no, it's not. But there was like there's tons of ex- there was tons of them. Forza, that that Fox game they kept mentioning. Yeah. Uh, Anthem isn't exclusive, but it's going to have a lot of like Xbox only stuff. Yeah. Um, no, it was it, and Cuphead as well as when the, oh, it, yeah, that's Cuphead. how they showed off the the release date or whatever. Yeah, it's going to be a pretty good year for Xbox owners. Like, they're they're going to get some good content. Yeah, 
for me, I would say Ubisoft was kind of like the most uh, like like impressive, I guess, conference or like fun to watch. Nintendo was dope, but it was only like twenty minutes long, so it was, just, it was, yeah, just, it was like short and sweet. They just didn't show enough for me to like kind of say that they won. I was so amped as like when they said Pokemon is getting a core game on Switch. I was like, yep. Hey, I was, that's I'm, quantity ver- quality versus quantity for me on that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm psyched for that, but it's like, far, like both their big two announcements, Pokemon and and uh, Metro Prime Four, are like two years away. So it's, yeah. I'm so I'm psyched for it. More so, like we knew that we were going to get a Metro Prime game. Actually, I don't. I think I made that prediction. Brett said that there's no way, but I felt like there was a good chance of getting a new Metroid something. But but the Pokemon game. Uh, that's that's a bigger thing because that's like the first console. So, so surprise wise, I'm glad they kind of said that earlier cause, or early because that that's like dope. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like what's going to happen is we're going to see those games. We're not going to see any anything from those games for the whole year. They'll show it off next E3 and then it'll come out in like 2019 or whatever. Is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. But. I was stoked. It was just like too short. They just didn't. They should have thrown in like some indies, like some of the games that are coming like this year for Switch, like that are from independent developers and stuff. Um, but I thought Ubisoft kind of had like the kind of best show of just like from start to finish. Uh, and Dragon, that Dragon Ball Z game is is game of the show. That's game of life. That's I, I can't wait for that game. <laughs> yeah, I, I really hope it's coming to PC. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I gotta. Yeah, I don't know. I know it's on PS4 for sure. So, but I got an Xbox, so I I wasn't sweating it either. But, um, anyways, that's TrainingIndustry.com show. Check it out on uh, iTunes and Google Play Store, or whatever you call it, the Play Music Store. What, what's the Google one called? Google Play. Okay. Uh, follow Brett on Twitter at uh, Brett Meeser. Yeah, Instagram and Twitch as well. Also at Brett Meeser. And uh, you can follow Dan at Composing Dan. I'm just pulling up Tweet of the Week right now. Uh, if you're a fan of this podcast, you can check. Um, you can get it early on Patreon at patreoncom slash Uh Check out tronicindos.com slash freelancers and contractors for a list of local developers. And I'm uh, shut up. No, I know, and and I'm afraid to do anything with my computer right now because it's uh, going to crash. So that's why I'm kind of just doing it off the top of my head. Uh, and you can. Check out Makima Sound, uh, their official sponsors of the podcast, which I should have said earlier. But yeah, you, you probably should say at the top. Probably, uh, maybe I'll throw it into where there was issues. Uh, Dan hasn't tweeted for six days. You've retweeted some people. It's been that long, eh? Yeah. There she goes. You were actually it's it's the same as last week where you're just ripping shit apart. I don't I don't I don't really like social media, man. To be honest. Yeah, you're not on Instagram either. No, no Instagram, no Facebook. You gotta get a cat. I don't even have a. I don't even have a website for somebody who yeah, is professional yeah. freelance. Oh yeah, your site is down. Yeah, I don't even have a website. You should fix that. I, I like how you do business, man. I just, I just, uh, well kept secret. That's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about. What's the? It's it's through networks and stuff. Yeah, like I do it old fashioned style. I shake hands in person. I don't. I don't like. I don't. I, yeah, social media is just like it's. That's a tough one. I basically just have it because I like to keep up on what other people are doing and news and stuff. It's a good angle at the news, so that's why I do it. There you go. Uh, And we'll see you next week. Cool. Peace. Peace.